Welcome back to Raisin Brand, the official Pixel Labs podcast, where we talk about creative and marketing and how the two come together to build brands. Our goal with this podcast is to use our own experiences along with that of our guests to give you a little insight into how you can improve your brand or grow your skills in your marketing career. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about marketing during a time where a lot of people's behaviors have changed and uh, how you can, as a small business, reach them a little bit easier. Uh, again, we have Aaron here with us uh, one more time. It's glad, glad and, to be here. Uh, Always going to be here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited to talk to you today about this because it's something that uh, both of us are probably always thinking about at this point because we're both in the marketing world. Uh, but it's something where in the last almost year now, everyone's behaviors have changed so much that their consumption of TV has changed, their consumption of social media has changed, and where they're spending their time is in a different location. Uh, people aren't seeing quite as much out-of-home advertising as they used to. So tonight, I wanted to take the chance to talk with you about your thoughts on how people can reach their customers or their audience the most effective during this time. Yeah, no, and it's it's an interesting topic. And you know, one thing through this this season, you know, this past year. So actually, my birthday is March fifteenth, and I remember the last day that we were in office was March nineteenth. So it's really exciting. Looking forward to you know upcoming birthday and kind of going through the same thing. But um, through the process, I've always been intrigued by my average screen time because I have an iPhone and it tracks that, and then every Sunday it tells you. Oh my goodness, it's up at least another hour or two, you know, compared to what I would say was before kind of this time. And so I think it has to be so interesting to be sitting at Apple and just trying, you know, just seeing across the board. I'm sure it's all the same for everybody. Um, Out of curiosity, have you checked your screen time today? Uh, I can look. I've not today. I just usually Mine, updates. I'm at two hours and seven minutes today. How do you how do you pull that off? just being not being on it that much i'm at I, sp I spend most of my time on my laptop that's true so. mine's, mine's four hours and 36 minutes Oof, that's half your day let me let me see hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> i'm trying to see if i can get you a good ex i'll be honest tiktok is the one that's the most <laughs> tiktok I, I would say tiktok is one of those ones that uh, when I get into it or if someone sends me a message like what happened today, like I'll get into it for a little bit and it does consume probably, I would say it holds my attention the longest out of all the apps on my phone. Yeah, and I'm kind and of at the same point. I'm at the same point. I've gotten to a point where I'm less likely to get into it just to get into it, but it, it is definitely still a kind time consumer for me. While you're, while you're looking that up, like my thought on this is, like it's always important to make sure that you're paying attention to people's behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. And during this time, yes, there's still a lot of people that are traveling. There's a lot of people that are still working from the office, depending on what they're doing. But there's a significant amount of people that are that are now working from home, which means that they're commuting less. They're not driving to and from work anymore. And the very first thing that I think of is billboards. I actually, before COVID happened, I remember looking at billboards all the time. Not that I necessarily acted on them, but I at least remembered them. And I remember seeing them. But I actually, like, 
I go to the office maybe once a week at this point, and I don't remember the last billboard I actually saw. Someone brought, I think Tristan actually messaged and asked about um, some billboards that were going on around the Cedar Valley. And I was like, I haven't even seen any of those. And he said he saw three of them in one day. So it kind of indicated to me, like my traveling in the Cedar Valley or the lack of traveling is me not seeing the out of home marketing nearly as much as I used to. Right. Well, I think that's, it's, it, you know, anytime you're marketing, you have to always think about, you know, who you're marketing to before, you know, your interests or your, you know, your desires. I just know the most expensive phrase in business um, is we're doing it because it's the way it's always been done. You know, especially in a year like this, you know, you're looking at just massive changes across the board. You do have to be a little bit more, um, just a little bit more thoughtful. And it's interesting though, because, you know, so we run Facebook ads and it was interesting at the beginning of COVID, we immediately saw that costs just went down a little bit. It was just interesting because we have some pretty steady advertising that, you know, the copy will change through time um, just to keep things fresh. But almost immediately, you know, you just have this surge, you know, I don't think it's a surge in the amount of users, but just how active and how often that they're, you know, looking at Facebook, looking at LinkedIn. Um, and so that was very interesting, but I think you're absolutely right. You know, billboards are great in the right context. And it's interesting because we of course favor digital marketing, but I think every single platform has its space um, but yeah, 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 I mean, that absolutely changed this year. And I think that's just, it's just a good topic to talk about how important it is to stay relevant and up to date, um, you know, with the mediums that you're using, then also the messaging as well. Well, like you said, like <clears throat> it's something where as the people that we are, we would more so emphasize on the digital social media side of it. And I'm always an advocate for spending the money where you can get the most attention for the least amount of money. And for a long time, TV was not that space. And and still, I don't I don't believe that it is the right place. Like tonight, I watched an episode uh, with my wife, and every commercial segment I, I fast forward through. Like I've gotten the timing down to a point where I can hold the fast forward button and let go, and I'm basically right at the the next segment of the show, and I don't see any of the commercials. The only time I don't do that is when I watch sports because I don't watch sports on replay. I watch them live. So I can't fast forward through the commercials. Now there will be times where I get my phone out during those commercials to check scores of other games, whatever it is. But for the most part, it is likely that I'm going to watch those commercials during that sport sports event. So over the last nine months or so, that's been the one thing I do advocate for with our clients is that, they're taking a look at what options are out there for advertising during sporting events that they would typically have gone to and watched in person because many of the sporting venues are not allowing fans in them. Mm-hmm. So because of that, there's so many more eyes on TV that are watching those sporting events that it makes it worth it to take a look at it and, and try to see if there's a place that makes sense for your brand to be. Mm-hmm. No. And that's a good point too. You know, I think, you know, we're so often, you know, I just think about all the, you know, I would just say marketing influencers that are out there that will just, you know, throw out that, you know, TV's old, you know, it's not, it's not good anymore. Print's done, you know, digital's the way to go. And it's interesting how in the right context, a lot of these platforms come back as being, you know, good options. Cause I think you're exactly right. You know, sports, that's something that people want to know what happens when it happens, you know, and so they're going to actually pay attention. And um, I just think there's a lot of opportunities for creativity there. I did find, as you were talking, I was looking up um, traffic statistics. Cause I remember it being pretty dramatic 
when COVID was really in the swing of things back in um, early 2020. And around April 9th is when it actually dipped to um, 52% of normal. So about half of the traffic was just off the road across the United States, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's just, I just remember seeing pictures, you know, of some major cities where it just, it's just a ghost town and it's just odd. Did you happen to see the thing floating around from Josh Brandis who shot a video in Denver of all the empty streets? I don't know if I did. The one that I read was New York. So I'll send you the link to this, but it was a video and Josh did a wonderful job putting this together. He got a, a couple dancers together to dance in the empty streets of Denver, Colorado. Interesting. And it was crazy to see how empty everything was. Like it looked apocalyptic. It was just to see a city the size of Denver empty was crazy. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of when I was seeing it was that is a lot of people that are doing something that they don't typically do at that time. Right. Right. And those behavior change, those behavior changes are so important to pay attention to. Right. Because it, it, it influences what you should be doing with your marketing. Right. Well, and I was just going to say, like, you and I were out there not, lot, not that long ago and cars everywhere, people everywhere, like when right. things were normal. So uh, you, I am yeah, excited to see that. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting about the traffic bit is they talked about while the number of cars were down on the roads, the actual, oh, and I can't remember if it was um, tickets above a certain mile per hour, but actually like people were just driving more erratically. So I'm not sure if it was just the stress of the year. But I just, it's just so interesting to see some of the statistics come out. So again, I go yeah. back to the, you know, if I work at Apple, just seeing, you know, the, just the, the change in behavior, um, you know, with that, I just have to think if they ever release that data, that would be so advantageous for, for marketers, just because you could see where people were and what they're interested in. But no, I think it's, it's an interesting topic, just especially with this year, because, you know, I think everybody's just gotten the gist and kind of gets, you know, the idea of, um, you know, either you're going to fall behind, you know, even before COVID, like it was kind of coming to a point where if you weren't, you know, adopting some of these new, these new opportunities or really thinking about why you're putting certain things where, you know, who you're trying to reach, um, then your, your message really isn't going to be heard. And I think that this year just accelerated that um, in some pretty dramatic ways. You know, your example with the billboards, well, half the traffic's now off the road, you know, and. It's half the eyes that are seeing your billboard. Right. Right. It's just, it's, it's pretty crazy. And, no, I just, I just keep thinking, I can't tell you how many times I've talked about how our advertising spend went down. I mean, it wasn't a dramatic, but noticeable, you know, where immediately it was becoming more effective because there was just more attention on some of those platforms. So did you take advantage of that and get double the exposure or did you guys just save the money and start spending less on your advertising? Well, I mean, we just, we have a budgeted, so we just continued to spend, but now we were ending up with more leads, um, you know, more visitors on our website, which is awesome. And especially with, you know, so a lot of what we do is, um, you know, relocation advertising. So encouraging people to consider moving to our area. And so now you have, especially in large cities, I can't tell you how many stories we've heard of people who, you know, like the, in the Denver's in New York, they do, they just, they just get cooped up and they're in these, these huge cities and these huge buildings and, you know, there's people everywhere, but you know, nowhere that you'd be able to see them or interact with them. All your favorite places are closed. And, you know, it's interesting because they talk about, um, you know, at the beginning of COVID, I remember, oh, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were saying like, you know, it'd be a good idea to talk about like, 
Iowa, we're already spaced out anyway. Like we're, we've been social distancing forever. And so I, I thought that was kind of goofy, but you know, there's a point there that, you know, some of this information is not pretty relevant because when you're cooped up like that and you can't go anywhere and you're stuck, freedom is what everybody's looking for. Just at least the freedom to do something. Um, but no, absolutely. I just think it's so important to know where your audience attention, you know, where their attention is, but also what they're feeling. Um, you know, most people, they, you, know, you talk about that, you know, with a product, you're trying to sell happiness. I actually heard an interesting bit today. It's not that you're trying to sell happiness. It's, it's, you're trying to sell them an easier, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. And I'm kind of going off topic, but I just thought it was interesting, but, um, no, like it's important though. Like the, I, I remember thinking back to all of the commercials and everything I saw that used the words unprecedented times, uncertain times. And, um, there was a post and I, I did see a video on YouTube about this that was like showing how all of these major brands said exactly the same thing, which in the end meant that it didn't differentiate them at all. Like no one remembered which brand said what, because they all said the exact same thing. And at the, at the time I'm like, well, why don't, why, why are none of them changing up what the message is, what the narrative is that they're saying? But then someone else made the point that it doesn't, necessarily matter if they're differentiated because they're just making sure that their brand is out there for the people that do recognize it and remember it. They're not trying to necessarily leverage the current situation for, for gains. They're just trying to make sure that they're staying at least a little bit relevant during a time like this. And I kind of got it, but at the same time, I, when we were looking at all the marketing we were doing for our clients, the very first thing I said is not a single script, not a single piece of copy says those words in it. Like they're like the unspoken words. Uh, Have you seen all those trends? They talk about like Google trends of when this word was popular or that word. And so there's some funny memes of like colonial people saying like that's dog water, just stupid stuff. (laughs) I have to think some of those words, I just think of pivot um, unprecedented. I just, I hope that like, I never have to hear that again or ever have to say those again after this is all, all done. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point, you know, and I understand the importance of just continuing to have your brand out there. I do think though, just, you know, and I hate to use a marketing sample of one, but whenever I would see those, I immediately was just, you know, what's something else that you could be looking at? Um, and I know you and I are pretty passionate and think similarly to, you know, if you can through your marketing, create a good experience, you know, especially when it's digital, cause you're not, it's not person to person. You're not there with them to have a conversation or get to know them. So how can you, you know, make or, you know, foster some sort of experience. Um, and I think those while nice and while, you know, they get the logo on screen and you say the name. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, that fell on deaf ears for me when I would hear those and see those. I agree. Uh, there is an ad that really stands out to me that I saw, I think about three or four weeks ago. And I watched it a second time, not to figure out whose it was because I caught it. I watched it a second time because I caught the brand towards the end of it. So what I was curious about is how many times was the brand actually in the spot that I didn't notice because I was just paying attention to the story. So I went back through it and I watched it and it was a, uh, in a way it was kind of a jingly, it wasn't even jingly. It was just that they were singing, all the characters were singing the same song from like their apartments and stuff like that on FaceTime or video calls on their phones that are supported and networked with AT&T. And mm. I didn't notice it until towards the end when I saw an AT&T, 
AT&T building in the background of one of the city shots, there was a big logo up on the top of the building. And that's when I was like, oh, this is an AT&T commercial. And so when I went back through and I watched it, the AT&T brand was all over the spot. I just didn't notice it because that's not, that's not what caught my attention. Mm-hmm. They actually caught my attention at the right time because I was intrigued enough with the spot that I watched through the whole thing. So you, it, was, it was good content it, then is what was being shown. 100%. It was an inspiring song. It was about uplifting people, like supporting people, um, spreading messages of positivity, stuff like that. That's what the song was about. And that's kind of, I mean, not to get too far into the messaging, but like they did it right in the context of what's going on in the world. And because of that, like it had nothing to do with their network except for the implicate implying that all of these phones are networked together for them to do a video call over the AT&T network. Right. But only, only people that are a slightly nerdy or care about tech stuff are even going to make that connection. Most people are going to connect with it in the message that they said. Right. Well, and I think that goes back to the principle of, you know, you sell the, the benefit, you know, not the product, you know, what, you're not going to talk about how, you know, I'm sure there's so many nerdy terms and all their information that, you know, we have reliable, I, I don't even know. I, that, <laughs> right. No, I, mean, no, I, I know, know what you mean. It's that you're able to have these meaningful moments without interruption, without lag, without delay. And they don't, I, yeah. and I think to your, you know, what you're talking about is they never even said that, you know, they just showed it and had a fun, a fun song. I don't know if you've ever tried to sing. Like, I can't tell you how many happy birthdays we've sung over Zoom or FaceTime. And <laughs> they've all sounded. If somebody figures that out, that'd be interesting. But no, that's so. Do you remember where you saw that on? I'm just curious. What platform? Uh, it was during a football game. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it okay. was on YouTube TV during a football game. Uh, I'm not sure which channel it was on or anything, but it was on a cable channel of some sort. Interesting. So. Yeah, it was, and that's why I kind of advocate for the this the sports side of it is because that is the only time that I do watch through those commercials. Um, and it, it's kind of the same thing. Whenever I approach this conversation with a client, they they bring up TV, they bring up radio, they bring up banner ads, and all the like. Banner ads are one of those ones that whenever they say, "Hey, I, I got offered this banner ad package." very first thing I ask them is when is the last time you clicked on a banner ad? And then I kind of pause. I'm like, let me rephrase that. When's the last time you clicked on a banner ad intentionally? Oh yeah. Cause we all do it accidentally. Right. Yep. And, and they go, well, I don't remember the last time I did. I was like, that should be your answer to whether you are going to use this or not. Because, and, and that's not just a, a again, a sample of one. If you ask a hundred people, there's going to be very, very few that say, yep, I intentionally clicked on that banner ad. Well, and so, that too. so it's even beyond, you know, that. Yeah. I don't know. In the same thing in normal circumstances is the response that you would get when you ask about TV too. But if you ask someone about TV during sporting events, I think you'll get a very different answer than if you watch or then you, then if you ask them during, uh, what they do during a show that they recorded or are watching on DVR. Right. Well, and I think too, I mean, it's important to remember um, that, you know, those are, those are different. Oh, I'm trying to think of the way to, to describe it. You know, it's a different environment. You know, when you're having a banner ad, I'd imagine, you know, it's a, it's a product and your offers right there. You know, the goal is that there'd be enough com- context established on screen or whatever page they're looking at that would make them think that, Oh, this product, this price, this is a good decision. 
Um, you know, I can't imagine, you know, but maybe it's out there. I can't imagine trying to, you know, develop a brand through banner ads. I just don't know if that's, so then that's where you can't have conversations. Right. So then that's where, you know, if you actually have people's attention during a sporting event, that might, you know, that's, that's more advantageous. You know, that's why TV ads, I think they're still viable, but yeah, banner ads are a little bit tricky unless they're really in the right spot with some specific targeting, you know, some retargeting maybe. Um, but I don't think in the traditional sense of how people have used banner ads or what's thought of when somebody thinks of a banner ad. Do you remember, did right. you ever see like the first one, the web, like the first website that ever had a banner ad on it? I, I think not. the rate was like 50% or something. I just love that. I just had no idea what it was. It's like, what is that? <laughs> I think it was a well, too, so it was flashing. So I wouldn't even come. <laughs> exactly. So to go back to the AT&T ad and just compare it or relate it to another ad that I believe that we're going to talk about at some point, maybe we'll actually just lump it into uh, a like our best of our favorite ads of 2020 type of episode. But it's the Cheerios ad and the Cheerios campaign as a whole. And again, I want to get into this one deeper sometime on, an, on a future episode, but they pulled it off very, very well. And they brought a classic story that Cheerios uh, delivered in, I think it was 1989, I think is what it was. Um, maybe it was later than that. Maybe it was 99. It might've been 99. I think it was 99. Your guess is good. Anyway, um, it's a classic ad of grandma and this grandchild, and they brought it back into a world where everything's digital, and they executed it so perfectly, and not just on TV, not just on social media, or not just on like Facebook and Instagram, but they brought it into TikTok, and their execution on TikTok was perfect. Because if you go to Cheerios TikTok account, you can see a behind the scenes of how they did it. You can see a series of different videos that kind of follow up what you saw on TV. And then the ad that really got me when I was scrolling through TikTok was one where grandma just stops you from scrolling and gives you advice on talking with your loved ones, like communicating with your loved ones. And she has no like no idea what she's doing, quote unquote, but like it's adorable, it's cute, and it grabs your attention, and it makes you stop and think. And I thought that that was a perfect way of bringing this classic story into a world where everything is digital, and performing it in a way that worked really well for the message that they were trying to deliver. Well, and I think not to expand on that too much, but I just think you know they had the nostalgia piece of it for those who had seen it before. Um, you know, the older, the older audience on TikTok, um, some of those, but also, you know, um, grandparents and cute grandparents, I mean, is a trend on TikTok, you know, especially if they have good advice, it's just very wholesome. And so I think that they really took an opportunity and captured it well, and then presented it well across their platforms. I wasn't able to see the TV ad, um, but I imagine they did a good job just based on what I was able to see through TikTok, which they really did a good job. I'm excited to talk about that more. Absolutely. Yeah. You. You said you were born in 97. I was. I was. So it, w- it was 99 when the original one, because we were talking about how you were only two years old. Yep. Yep. So I remember, I there, was like, no way, there was no way you would have ever seen the original. So. Oh, no, I did. That's. I was like, that's a good ad, because I knew I was going to be <laughs> something, a little two-year-old me. So before we wrap this one up, is there anything else that you want to expand on uh, related to this topic of being strategic with your marketing during this time of kind of behavioral changes of people 
I just think that the most important thing, whether it's this time or any, is how important context is. Um, the more context you can establish, that just the the better it's going to be, especially with a year like this where it just changes so dramatically. People were just left behind. Um, and I think any small, you know, especially if you have a, an audience, you know, asking, you know, where are they at? What platforms are they in? Trying to, you know, see where they're at and different stuff. You know, are they, are they doing well? Are they... You know, mentally strong, like, can you be of assistance there? I just think anytime you can establish context relating to the situation of your audience, I just think you're always going to win. Um, so just always step outside of your own thoughts or beliefs and actually take, you know, take that into account when marketing. It's it's just going to pay every time. I completely agree. The only thing I would expand on that is um, these are the best times to both be flexible and adaptable to everything that you're doing. And also it's kind of the perfect time to just try new things that you would have never thought to try in the past, because at this point you don't have a whole lot to lose by going and trying a series of TikTok ads for your company that may or may not even belong on TikTok, or you may not feel that you belong on TikTok. It's crazy how many brands I've seen running ads on TikTok that I would have, I was like, why are they even on TikTok? And then I'm like, because that's where everyone is at right now everyone is spending all of their time like you were just saying two hours of your four hours today that you're on on your phone was probably from tiktok right so that attention there is is so huge that it is the best opportunity the best time to try to take a chance on a space that you typically wouldn't have done well and i just think too what other social media platform can you hop on now with no followers and get almost guaranteed 100 views on any video you post they're not targeted exactly. or anything, but exactly. the opportunity is nuts. Exactly. Well, I want to wrap it up there with just telling everyone that has a brand, has a business to try new things, focus on where people's attention is, and uh, make sure you're paying attention to the behavior of your audience. And that will be how you are going to win the best with any sort of advertising or marketing that you're doing with your brand right now. Thanks so much to everyone for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to the Raisin Brand podcast on so you can get notified when new episodes go live. Be sure to check out the show Raisin Brand After Hours where we take a closer look into the entertainment industry. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, let us know by emailing podcast at thepixelab.co. Again, that's podcast at thepixelab.co. Thank you again and have a great week. Thank you.